This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 201 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Skeeter for president. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Equity Manufacturing, home of the coolest manure fork ever invented. Kentucky Performance Products, scientifically proven supplements for your horse and equestrian collections. The whole universe of equestrian shopping at your fingertips. You can find links to all of those terrific companies at StableScoop.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop. With weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hail, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable School. Stable scoop. Stable scoop. I am Glenda Geek. And I'm Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Helena, you're going to be so jealous. Okay. Why? Because I know that you're a huge Harry Potter fan. I am. And your daughter. Yes. And Wendy, the co-host of The Driving Show, showed up here yesterday to record the show. And she had with her, from her recent trip with her sister to Harry Potter World at Universal Studios, she brought me a magic wand. (gasps) Really? I have Dumbledore's wand. Not just any wand. This is Dumbledore's wand. I am such a geek. That is the coolest thing. That is the coolest <laughs> no. thing. Do you know that we walk around our house going expelliarmus? We bring sticks in from outside and we're See, constantly disarming each other. <laughs> that's the problem is she 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 didn't buy the book. I don't have any of the spells. All I got is the wand and I've been walking around pointing at everything that moves and nothing happens. Have you, wait a minute, Have did you read Harry Potter? Yes. Okay. So but I don't want to have to go back. There's an actual book. There's an instruction <laughs> book. I don't want to have to go back through all the movies to find you, the spells. Only you would want the cliff notes. I to want Harry the cliff Potter. notes. I just want to be able to zap things. So I've been playing with this all day and haven't put it down. And when I'm recording all the shows, I'm waving it around and I'm going to break something with it. That's what's going to happen. And there's something cooler. Guess what she brought, Jennifer? Um. A sorting hat? Yes. <gasps> really? How'd you guess that? <laughs> I, I, I had to dip into my intuition. I did. I did. And I think it's because she wants to sort me right out of this house. That's what I think. <laughs> She's going to tell me, you don't belong in this house. Go to somebody other house. But she looks really good in their sorting hat. We're going to take pictures. Have you tried it? Have you put, like, names in it and seen what it kicks back out? Like, you have to put names in it ask or put answers in it ask it a question and see what happens so far we've just put it on her head and laughed at her that's the how far we've gotten at this point i have an answer for that (laughs) (laughs) but uh no the coolest gifts ever how about that that's nice that wendy came up and brought you that those really nice well she knows how what a big harry potter fans we are and considering we don't have kids that makes us really dorky you are kids you're not dorks you're kids (laughs) now we never read the books we just saw all the movies Okay. Like several times. But uh, yeah, so the only thing cooler than this would be a lightsaber, a real one, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, wait, there was something. Oh, yesterday I was walking out to my barn and something buzzed right past my head. And uh, it, it sounded like a stormtrooper. It, it turned out to be a hummingbird. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it, it's, it was like, oh, that was right out of Star Wars. It was just a ruby-throated hummingbird. <laughs> All right. So today yeah. we finally got somebody good running for president, huh? We finally have somebody good running for president. I am completely enamored with Skeeter. I, I and you know, actually, you know who turned me on to Skeeter was Wendy Ying. Oh, really? <laughs> Wendy Ying. She had on her I saw that she had liked Skeeter for president on her Facebook page and of course is there's this adorable donkey which is Skeeter. And I've ever since I liked his Facebook page, I have been following these absolutely adorable photographs of Skeeter as he prepares to run for the presidency of the United States. You know what I'll do? I'll just cast a spell so he'll win because I have the wand. Okay. I can do that. Maybe we can. Wait a minute. Some- I got to run down to Universal and get the book. I don't have the spells yet. So that's true. Yeah. So, that, that's true. How far is Universal from you? Only about an hour and a half. And it's not too far from Disney World where you were. Yeah, okay, that's not too bad. That's yeah, it. We're, no, we're going to have to... Skeeter's going to be on his own until then. <laughs> Skeeter's going to be on, and he's nowhere near Florida right now. He, although he is in the South, uh, he, he hails from Louisiana, and um, he lives on a cute little farm out there with his, his mama and uh, his papa, who's, who goes by the name of Bubba Earl. <laughs> it's perfect. I mean, it is perfect. It is, it's such a witty... Well written, well captioned, well photographed story of life on a farm. If you're an orphan donkey, well, I'm looking at the picture of the poster Skeeter for president. Yep, and I love the tagline: "The best a <laughs> jackass for the job." For the job, that's perfect. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> and see, we can say that and not be swearing. No, because we're a horse show. We can no, say that. That's right. It's, and, and yeah, in fact, if you go to his Facebook page, it says Skeeter wants to be the best jackass in Washington. <laughs> Please help him get there. I don't think that's going to be hard either. <laughs> How could you not want to follow that along? And it's the timing is perfect. <laughs> so we're actually so are we talking s- to Skeeter. Did we hook him up with a voice, a little voice box or what did we do? Uh, Glenn, I don't know if anybody's told you this or not, but donkeys can't talk. <laughs> they don't speak English. You saw the movie up. They just attached little voice boxes to the dog's throats, and then they could talk. Well, uh, Skeeter's voice box is a little bigger than that, which was in Up. Uh, we're okay. going to talk to Pam Foster, who is the brains behind Skeeter for president. And she knows him so well, she'll be able to translate for us. She's going to tell us all about how Skeeter came to be and what his chances are for getting a seat in the Oval Office. And I want to know what his platform is, you know? What is he going to do about the economy and all that stuff? His platform is donkey love. <laughs> it's all about love. <laughs> And we're going to do that in just a minute. We're going to talk to Pam, but first, let's take a break from one of our terrific sponsors, Equity Manufacturing. Well, hi, Joseph, and uh, welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about spring and all the things that that brings. Yeah, hi, Glenn. I was, uh, I've been enjoying your show, the Stable Scoop Show, and last week I was listening to it and heard Helena talking a little bit about the expectation of horse people and how we can sometimes be unrealistic in our demands. And I know that you had some comments about that. Yeah, No, Um, not me. But it's it's always a pleasant (laughs) surprise when we find a product or service that that exceeds our expectations. Um, And when it comes to manure forks, prior to our building our own fork, I can tell you that I was really unhappy with what was out there. 
And I didn't think that it was unrealistic to have a fork that didn't break tines the first time you catch a stall mat crack. But it seemed that every brand I tried had forgotten what quality was and just went for low price. So here at Equity Manufacturing, I decided to build a better fork and designed and built one with the patented features that make it last like no other. And you have them there and you know how different the flexion fork is from how it feels to how it looks to how it lasts. That's right. I mean, with three of our hosts now, myself and uh, Helena for Stable Scoop and Jamie on the Horses in the Morning show all love the Flexen Fork. I mean, we all use it every day. Yeah, and you and Helena found out it, it kind of surprises you with its industrial strength. And yeah, I think she's it, had done everything but drop the car on it, to be honest. <laughs> it is pretty funny what, what people wind up doing. I, I just had a guy talk to me yesterday. It was 5 o'clock in the morning. And he said that his horse nipped him, and he reached around, and he whacked his horse with a fork, and, and the fork didn't break. So um, even some things that are unplanned on, uh, it, it holds up. But it does cost more than a budget fork. It's about $45, and while that's twice as expensive as a cheapo version, it's a much better value because it lasts so long. And uh, once you get used to its design, especially the flexible backbone that acts like a shock absorber, it's very hard to return to the old-fashioned style that's rigid that all the other forks have. And that flexible feature is also the reason that the tines bend, but they rarely break. And we make them in standard width or fine tine width, and even though they're much stronger, they're only uh, a few ounces heavier than uh, a regular fork that you would use. And where can you find it? Oh, go to equity, E-Q-U-I-T-E-E-M-F-G dot com. That's the uh, website, and, uh, and you can buy them directly from us there. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. The brains behind Skeeter for President. Welcome, Pam Foster. Welcome, Pam. Thanks for coming on the Stable Scoop radio show today. Thanks for inviting me. I am absolutely in love with Skeeter. I have a crush on him. I I just I am a groupie. I'm a groupie. Tell everybody about Skeeter, how you found each other, and how old is he? What is what's he doing? What what's he doing on the farm? Like give us a little history on on that. Okay. I guess we should start from day one when he was born. And uh we don't know what happened. His mother rejected him or either he rejected his mother. I often wonder about him. <laughs> uh, I got up that morning, I went out to feed my horses, and uh, there at my gate was a little brown thing that first, you know, and I looked out, I didn't know what it was, I thought it was a big dog, and uh, I don't know how he got to the gate, how he managed to get separated from his mother, but she was way out in the pasture, minding her own business, and uh, he was standing at the gate waiting on me, as if to say, I'm here, <laughs> and, <laughs> One of my mares, a pretty little buckskin mare named Delilah, I don't know, she's fallen in love with him, and I have the pictures to prove it of that morning. I don't know if she took him from her, and that separated the mother, you know, baby bond somehow. I'm not real familiar with donkeys. His mother was my first donkey that we uh, took in. So uh, I thought, well, I'll just go out there and connect the two, and it'll all be lovely. So he had a built-in foster mom right on the property. Right on the property, which was really a good thing because we have coyotes in our area pretty bad. And if he was born sometime during the night and she abandoned him immediately after birth, he could have been wandering in the pasture for hours. And either she found him and took him in and protected him, maybe even brought him to the gate to meet me that morning. I'm not sure. 
or either, you know, he found her. We don't know what happened, but his mother refused to, to nurse him. And I went into a panic. I didn't know what to do. I, I, I know that, you know, orphans the first day or two have to have their colostrum to survive. And uh, this wasn't going to work out, apparently. You know, I tried getting them back together, his mother and him, and she wouldn't have him. She kicked at him, just acting like she didn't even know what he was. And uh, so um, I called the vets. I got I have two vets in a local town that are wonderful. Both of them are wonderful. And uh, one of them called me back and said that if you can get an ounce of colostrum in him, you know, like every hour or so, if you can milk his mother, that was another, you know, ordeal. I've never milked a donkey before. <laughs> okay, you had to milk the donkey? The mother, yeah. But well, we're going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> this just gets better and better, Glenn. Oh, That's a whole other story there. If this doesn't make you love Skeeter alone. Doing anything with a donkey is difficult, let alone milking the thing. Okay, donkey, yes. <laughs> Fortunately, she was very tame and loved us dearly. She loved us, but not her baby. We never okay. understood that either. She was... When we got her, she was wild. She had never even been around a human before, I don't think, just but allowed to run wild. So anyway, I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? And I, fortunately, I was off that day. I'm a nurse. I was working then at hospital. I worked 12-plus-hour shifts. And it just, like I said, all the stars aligned that day that, yeah, I was home and caught him up pretty quickly, you know, took him in. And I caught her up. I said, okay, well, I've don't know if I've ever even milked a cow. I've read about it. <laughs> I know, you know, the process of it. I know the mechanics of milking something. So after working with the mother, yes, I had to work with her for a little while. She wasn't real cool at the beginning of letting me milk her. And uh, I managed to get some colostrum, which is very stick, sticky, thick, uh, you know, like a honey consistency type of milk almost. And um, got a little bit from her in a syringe, and practically had to stand over him. He was a little bitty thing. I could pick him up and carry him around like a puppy. He didn't weigh 15 pounds. You know? Wow. <laughs> and uh, I had to stand over him and force the colostrum into his mouth and make him swallow it. And after he realized, hey, this is good stuff, you know, it was all good after that. But that was our first day. And in the meantime, I didn't think he was going to live. I said, this baby's never going to make it without a mother. You know, and I was working long hours, and my husband was working long hours. I didn't know what we were going to do with it. So I got on Facebook and started just pleading and begging for anybody to help. Would they come get him? You know, I didn't, I'm not real donkey savvy. And uh, I had about decided that my husband, being a gruff and grumpy, grouchy kind of, you know, hardworking construction type man, macho, not very much sentiment, any, you know, compassion. And he'd just come home and get a gun and say, well, I'll put it into this problem right now. So, you know, I was panicking, thinking i got to find a place for him so my husband won't kill him. And um, found a lady in Texas that raises donkeys, Marjorie Farabee, who's wonderful. And uh, she offered to drive up here from Texas to get him. So I had my story all lined up and waiting when my husband came in. Oh, I'd already called him and told him, you know, we, we have a problem here on the farm. I told him we had a baby, but the mother didn't want him, and I'd already handled everything for him not to worry because, you know, I could just hear him say, ah, this is what we need, another mouth to feed. <laughs> Sorry, so it's not he funny. He came in, came in from work, and I work, I don't know, five thirty six o'clock, and there was Skeeter, you know, wobbling around behind me, and I was spilling my story about, don't worry about anything. I got a lady from Texas that's going to come get him tonight. And he went and picked him up in his arms and said, I'm keeping him. 
Uh, I've got pictures of them sitting on our back porch swing that evening. I mean, it was love at first sight. And of course, you know, then I go into the, well, what are we going to do with the thing? <laughs> I'm working for the next three days, 12 plus hour shift. Who's going to be here to take care of him? He's got to have his colostrum for two days. And you got to milk his mother on top of that to get it. And he said, I'll take off work. I said, you're going to call your boss man and tell him that you're taking off to tend to an orphan baby jackass. Yeah. <laughs> Not when you put it that way. Yeah. So I guess they were meant to be together. I always laugh and say, jackass met a jackass that day. It was just mutual. They're family. It's a mutual thing going on there. So he did. And that evening, I had to show my husband how to milk a donkey. And he did? It was very hard for me because I laughed so hard. It was very difficult. My husband is a middle-aged man. (laughs) <laughs> has big, fat, cigar-shaped fingers. <laughs> He's like banana hands, you know, trying to milk this mama donkey. And um, he got down there and squatted down. He didn't do very good on the milking. <laughs> he said, oh, but at least he tried. Yeah, he did try. God, God give him credit for that. I mean, God bless him. He said, I'm just going to get down there and suck it out of her. <laughs> yeah, try that. Uh, like a bird. Uh, 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 what, what kind of bird feeds her baby? Regurgitated. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. So now, I, I assured him that it didn't take but just a little tiny bit. So they managed the next day while I was at work, which was a miracle. That was a miracle in itself. So wow. the next day, though, the mother... She kind of dried up, and it got harder to get the colostrum. So there again, I didn't think he would make it, but he got enough colostrum in him, and buddy, he, and he that was just enough. And, yeah. And so at, at at some point, so now you've got so you've got this this orphan baby donkey. You've got your husband who is like totally surprising you with his love for this orphan baby mm-hmm. donkey. Yeah. And you're starting to realize, okay, it looks like Skeeter's going to be sticking around for a while. Now you, you, you really just sort of are treating him like more than an equine because all your pictures show him on your lap, watching TV with your husband, laying in a pool. Yeah. What do you think? How did he become so human-like? Well, the bond that him and my husband had was hilarious. Everywhere my husband went, he went. He he thought his hus- my husband was his mother, you know. So I'd snap pictures of them in the yard and working together, and everybody loved them on Facebook. Everybody just went crazy about them. And then, you know, he was, like, born in the middle of June. Uh, somebody suggested I do a video of them together. So I said, well, we can do that. And we spent one weekend putting it together, and... uh I had to get my having antique computer. I had to put my computer in the shop, get some work done on it to be able to even make the video. So we spent the weekend getting it together, and then I put it together. That was the first one we did. It's called A Day in the Life of Bubba Earl and Skeeter. It's about a little over seven minutes long, set to two Randy Newman tunes, which is perfect <laughs> for them. And uh, it's got about, I think it's gotten over 9,000 hits since I posted it last August. And, of course, Skeeter was a little bitty then, still. But um, everybody just loves the bond, you know, they have. And they are, they are hilarious. They really are. He, he, like I was telling you the other day, Helena, he, he can be a jackass at times. Which one, <laughs> Bubba Earl or Skeeter? Both of them. Well, I, I laugh and everybody will ask me, how do you get him to do that? How do you get him to, 
to act like that, you know, in those videos, and I say, hey, he's easier to work with than the man he is. You know? <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, by yeah. the way, doesn't this sound like two characters in the Cars movies, Bubba Earl and Skeeter? Yes, 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 yes. Well, I mean, this is this is reality. And, and what do they say? Art imitates reality. This yes. is art imitating reality because how cute. I mean, all right. You know what? I want to find out about how Skeeter became a candidate for presidency. What made you think? What did you see in him that made you think he could make the run? But before we get there, we just need to take a quick break from one of our sponsors. And then we'll be right back to hear about what makes Skeeter so special. Hi, Glenn, back with you from the Horse Radio Network. I'm here with Debbie with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. I have the coolest new product I have seen in a while. It's from SSG Gloves, and it's the Grand Prix Cell Mate Gloves. Clever, clever name because these gloves have those little tips on your fingers, on the fingers that you can actually use your cell phone while you're riding. I think that's a huge safety feature, especially for trail riders. Um, if you know your cell phone's ringing and you've got to get your gloves off with your teeth and you drop your glove and you drop your cell, <laughs> it's terrible. We've all done These that too. <laughs> are perfect. You can just pull your cell out and you can use them without messing with your gloves. And they're pretty. They fit like a glove. <laughs> they fit very well, nice and, and they're not loose. They look like any other real riding glove, only they've got these cool little tips on the fingers. They're absolutely, I highly recommend them. I have bought one immediately when I saw them. In fact, I had said to my husband uh, over the holidays, I said, somebody ought to come out with some riding gloves so I can use my cell phone when I'm in the saddle. And bingo, SSG must have heard me because they came out with these. They're now available. We've been waiting for them for a while. So order them quick because I think they're going to sell out fast. And this is... I love the name, too, Cellmate Gloves. I know. <laughs> very, very clever. And is this, is this a summer glove, Debbie? Well, they're kind of an all-season glove, but they are, they're like suede feeling. Okay. They're not, um, they're not, they're not, they have the mesh on the fingers, but they're actually feel and look like suede so that you can actually wear them, you know, and, and to show if you wanted to. They're hunter, jumper, event, dressage, anything, because they're black and you can wear them with anything. I did not find them to be very hot because they do have some vents on the back, but they they are suede, so they're actually leather-type gloves. All right, terrific. And you can find them just by going to equestriancollections.com and typing in cell, C-E-L-L, mate, and you'll, that, that's the only thing that will come up. You, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's a, it's not prison. <laughs> that's right, equestriancollections.com. Thank you, Glenn. Now we have to. We learned how Skeeter came to be, and you know how he was abandoned by his mommy and sent away, and then he met Bubba Earl, and it was love at first sight. And and now you've been replaced. It's probably Bubba and and Skeeter in the big bed, and you're off in the spare room. <laughs> but uh, now tell us though, how how did did Skeeter come up to you one day and said, you know, we got a bunch of jackasses already in Washington. I want to go up there because I'm the best jackass. Well, he really is very intelligent. I often wonder just who exactly is in that donkey skin. I mean, it's almost like there's somebody in there, and I have not quite figured out who it is yet. Could be some past politician, some very, you know, wise, the new intelligent. Life. 
and I was just, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a real political person, but I do keep up with it because I think it's important to know, keep up what's going on in Capitol Hill because that shapes our nation. And I happened to post on Facebook one day that I really was not happy with the choices. I was going to throw Skeeter, my jackass, in the running. And uh, I talked it over Skeeter, and he was all for it. <laughs> <laughs> so a star was born. I should say a politician was born. And he's very diplomatic. You know, I think he can cover all bases. Well, i got to um, ask a couple important questions. One, I assume he's running as an independent. Yes. Okay, I thought so. <laughs> he's, he's developed, he has created his own party. I like to call it the Skeeter-cratic Republican. How's that? <laughs> Skeeter-cratic Republican. Got it. I like that. I like that very much. And, you know, I well, I, one of the things that I think is really interesting about the series of photographs and what you decide to put up there and how you caption them, there is a really nice mix of of cute, because Skeeter is just so darn cute, of cute, of um, compassionate. You know, some of the quotes that you put up there are funny and they're sweet and they're kind and they're just, they're positive and they make you think and feel good. And then, of course, when you combine it with the good looks of Skeeter, um, you're really saying something. You you have a very nice message. Thank you. I believe uh, we are. I, I think this should set an example for our country, and we need it so desperately right now with the economy the way it is. And, you know, you, you watch the news, you read the paper, and you see, you know, there's bullying in school, the children bullying the, you know, weaker ones. And I like just this morning, I think, you know, he's going to, he needs a slogan, and I think compassion is cool because it's, you know, it's a good thing. It's not bad. I mean, people have knocked me over the years for caring about the little animals and things, but I think it's important, and I hope one day that, you know, we can maybe do a children's, some children's series, children's books on Skeeter. We're going to continue with our videos, and uh, there's lots of projects in the future with Skeeter, and uh, who knows, you know, where it's going to go. Compassion could lead to some income. <laughs> yeah. That would be nice. Well, you know, yeah. I got to tell you, when, when, you become, when uh, somebody becomes president, they always appoint their friends and relatives to be ambassadors. <laughs> well, Helena and I would like some warm country. We would like to be ambassador to some warm country with lots of beaches. Lots of beaches. Yeah. I would like to go to Andalusia, Spain. And, and preferably one that's not in civil war at the moment. Um, so... <laughs> Just saying. Well, Skeeter is going to, as, as Pam was saying, first, Skeeter, Skeeter's going to become the leader of the world's largest country. And then the globe, <laughs> where he's going to go for world dominance, yeah. and then the universe. So, you know, we could end up being stormtroopers. Go on. There you go. <laughs> you never know. I, well, I really think that it's just, it's a wonderful message that you have, Pam. Um, and, you know, I just, I like following not only the development of Skeeter as an animal, but his relationship with you guys. And then also, for those of us who've ever tried to train or click or train or treat train our, our horses and, and donkeys, you ha- behind every picture there, you got to say, hmm, I wonder how they got Skeeter to do this. Did he decide to do it on his own? Was a treat involved? Was there, you know, so there's a little bit of that in there, too, I think. Yeah, a, a lot of it is just him. Like I said, he's easier to work with most days than the human, my husband, is. And just like the last video I posted of him with the, the cushion, the swing cushion, 
uh, he had been playing with it for a pretty good while, and he just insisted that I come watch him play with that cushion. So I got picked up my camera, and if you watch the video, the first start of the video, he's coming around the corner of the house to get me. And then he sees me coming, he turns and goes back to the cushion and puts on a little show for me. So it's just, he's moody. He's, he's just, like I said, he's just somebody. He has his moments, and sometimes he's perfect, and other times, you know, I can tell he's not up to it, and I say, okay, we'll do it again later. But how mostly, old is he now? How old is he now? He just turned a year old, I okay. think, June the 8th. Yeah. He's and how tall, tall is he? Oh, I don't know. He's still not as big as his mother. I'm assuming he will get, you know, about that big. He looks to be, know, what, about 12 hands, Selena? Uh, 12. Thirteen hands, maybe. I don't. I I can't tell. Maybe not even that big. Yeah. yeah. He's. You know. I'm not. His mother and sister are my first donkeys. I was telling Helene the other day that, you know, for years I've had horses and uh, people would say, "Hey, we need to get you a donkey." And I think those things are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> ugly. You know. You think Shrek or, you know, Eeyore. You know, grumpy, grouchy. And I just I was you know afraid of them. I always heard they'd kill your dogs. They were mean. Well, we. You know, saw these little donkeys in need up near uh, Arcadia, Louisiana, and drove over there one weekend. Picked up his, I picked out his mother and a little Jenny, and uh, didn't know she was pregnant. Didn't know that was first not. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> uh, this man had uh, it, he had hundreds of donkeys. I mean, it's, it's a sad situation here in Louisiana and Texas right now with the drought and people getting rid of the donkeys. So she brought her home, and I just thought the little Jenny running in her side was her baby. And then she grew bigger and bigger. I said, well, she's pregnant. <laughs> I, did, I got three. Got three in that package. So that's another thing. You know, well, it's just the luck of the draw to get her, pick her, and then... Well, I bet you, too, I want to say this before we go. We have to wrap it up here, that I bet you you are a wonderful nurse, too. I mean, that, that comes oh, through you, here. Something just tells us. If I ever go to the hospital, I want you as my nurse. <laughs> well, that's so sweet. Currently, I'm not working right now. My husband is out of town working. I don't know if I want to put that in there or not, but I'm decided to take off and devote my time to promoting Skater. And I've, I'm serious about doing the children's book in the future. We're, we're going to do more videos. We've got a Western planned out. It's just a matter of getting it together, putting it together. It's going to be called The Good, The Bad, and The Jackasses. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll let you guess. <laughs> oh, well, we're going to be, I, for one, am going to be looking looking forward to it. I My nine-year-old daughter is a huge fan. She wants Skeeter posters. She, oh, my <laughs> she goodness. Wants, oh, yeah. T-shirts planned. I've had I have one prototype T-shirt made up already. It's just that with the the hay situation is so critical right now. All of our money and time is going to buying hay because I have over twenty equine mouths here to feed. So, well, but you it's just so have you, now you have two thousand sixty two likes on uh, Facebook because I just added myself on there. Oh well, thank you. So, yes. T- well, give Skeeter a hug for us, okay? Yes, sir. Or whatever you do to right. a presidential candidate, I don't know if that's he, allowed, but you know. Well, in Skeeter's that. world, it will be allowed. That's okay. why right. we want Skeeter to run okay. the country. Good. Pam, thank you so much for coming on and giving us a little backstory to Skeeter. Um, maybe we'll get a little update when we get close, closer to Election Day. Yes, ma'am. All right. Thank y'all. You take care. And now it is time for our Tack and Habit segment of the week.
This Tack and Habits segment is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. Well, it's a hot one out there, and the heat wave has hit much of the United States and the rest of the world. Well, don't let dehydration and electrolyte imbalance sideline your horse. Summer Games electrolytes are formulated to replace both the electrolytes and the trace minerals that are lost when your horse sweats. Its concentrated formula allows you to easily feed the correct amount to meet your horse's changing needs. This uh, electrolyte was developed for the equine athletes at the 1996 Olympic Games in Atlanta. We all know that it can get hot in Atlanta. For horses on the go, use Summer Games Electrolyte Plus Paste. Each dose contains a serving of Nalox equine and acid for double the protection against stress. And, of course, you can find all of that at Kentucky Performance Products. They take out the confusion of choosing the right supplement. And you can find them at kppusa.com. That's kppusa.com. Well, I've got to pick the tack and habit for this week, and I, I was going to do something else. And then last night, uh, we recorded the driving radio show for this week. And mm-hmm. can you believe, by the way, that we're on episode 51? We've, we've been doing it for almost a year, the driving radio show. It seems like that show just started. Uh, yeah, it does seem like I it know. just started. <laughs> I know. But we interviewed this lady that has this website. We interviewed her about something else, but she has this website that I think is so cool and you're going to love. And every horse husband out there is going to love it because one of the things that drives us crazy about our horse wives is the number of bits that y'all have. You just have bits coming out the ears. You have this <laughs> big bucket of bits, and every time you go to a tack shop, you're looking at a new bit, and you buy the bit, and you take it home, and it doesn't, you try it once, and it doesn't work, and it goes back in the bit bucket. Am I wrong? <sighs> No. No, I'm not wrong. And then the bucket the bucket just collects because guess what? Someday you might have a horse where you need that bit. So this is true. Keep, you're going to keep the bit forever. This is true. Well, if you decide that forever is a long time or if your husband's just giving you too much crap, um, you know, if he's referring to you as a jackass that because of these bits, then you have an option. And that option is called bitgoround.com. It's actually a lady that lives here in Ocala that started this website just for just because she had this problem. She had bits she couldn't get rid of. So what it is is it's a consignment website for used bits. So you can consign your used bits to her, ship them all down here, and she'll put them up and sell them and then just send you checks. Or you can buy used bits there. And she's pretty strict about her requirements. She's requiring that they be like, you know, almost like new. They can't be, you know, cracked or broken or rusty or anything. Right. And one of the cool parts is most consignment shops nowadays charge a lot. They'll charge up to 50% to consign stuff. Yeah. I think you and Jennifer went to one here in Ocala where it was 50%. Uh, it was right down the street here. I'm not sure what it was, but yeah, we ended up buying. I got a good deal though on a John Lyons book. <laughs> See, there I got go. a good deal. <laughs> Sorry. Well, <laughs> that sort of blows the whole premise that you were going for. But <laughs> she, carry on. She only charges twenty percent uh, to consign. So if is, I'm if I'm a bit owner and I want to cons- I want her to sell a pit bit for me. She she'll take twenty percent of the profit. That's it. Which is really cheap compared to most consignment stores. Or 20% of the sale price. Of the, of the sale price, yeah. Of the sale price. So yep. if I sell a bit for, let's just say, $20, she takes, she'll take $4 of that. Right, 
Correct. That's good. Okay, that's not bad. No, and I get I, I get the sixteen really good, actually. Yeah, uh, you know, because compared to most local consignment shops, which takes much, which take much more than that. Right. So yeah, so she does this. She has a whole bunch of bits on there, and especially if you're looking for expensive bits, yeah, uh, you're looking for the toe clat, you know, the Myler bits, and and the really expensive ones. If you're looking for a bit, and she happens to have it, and she has all different. Ca- she has it broken down by category and stuff: jumping and dressage, and you know, yeah, all the different yeah. ones. So I check it out. She just get you know she just got started a while ago, um, but it got so big that she had to, and she's been selling them so fast that she had she was she was using her spare bedroom and then couldn't have company over anymore because it <laughs> took over, and now she had to build a garage actually to to house all this stuff that people are consigning for her. Uh, with her, and she just does it part time. She's retired, very sweet lady who just just wanted to find a place to get rid of used bits. So it's called BitGoRound.com. Check it out. That's pretty fabulous. You know, I had years ago when I had started Hamilton Horse and Hound, which was one of the first online tax shops after yours, of course. <laughs> um, the I, I had many requests because I did sell bits, and I had many requests for people to say, you need to do bit rentals, bit rentals, bit rentals, bit rentals. And because of it was just a solution to this problem that BitGoRound helps to solve as well as you've got this collection of bits. And it's not the collection because, come on, most of us are women and we like shiny, bright objects. <laughs> and I can decorate my house with bits. That's not the problem. It's frustrating to have to go out and keep spending money on new ones. Well, that's one thing that she did is you have 14 days to try the bit. And if you don't like it, return it with, uh, within the 14 days and she'll give your money back. Yeah, I mean it's pretty good and it's yeah. pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward to sterilize bits. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, you so, can wash a bit. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, then that's really the only challenge I think to the program. I do know Wendy has uh, same Wendy we've been talking about all show has used them and has uh, consigned a lot of her bits and she said it. She just keeps getting checks. So you know, we should just call this the Wendy Show. I oh, know <laughs> it does seem to be that. Thanks, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's bitgoround.com. Love it. Well, that's it for this week. We're going to keep it uh, fairly short this week, and we'll be back again next week with another terrific show here at the Stable Scoop Radio Show. I do have an announcement to make, and that is uh, there's a neat guy by the name of John Kyle who now is joining Samantha on the Eventing Radio Show as her co-host. Fabulous! That became official last night. Super guy. He's from uh, he's from England, and he knows a ton. He's actually an announcer for the FEI, uh, so he he does some of their TV programming and he announces at sh- at shows and events uh, around the world. So he's very knowledgeable. He's funny. He's just a great guy. I actually met him when he was in here at the Wag and we had dinner together. Mm-hmm. And he's just he's one of those very funny guys. And and he and Samantha work so well together. So I'm very excited that uh, that she found herself a, a really neat co-host. And I've been enjoying the show uh, um, ever since Samantha's well, if come you, back on board. If you so. heard it last week, he was the one that was on last week. And, and yeah, 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 he was very good. Um, very, yeah, and he just knows what he's doing. He wants to do this, and uh, he loves the he loves the Horse Radio Network, and he he likes the eventing show, and he just wants to see it grow and grow. So so that's that's very cool. Uh, we're very excited to have him on board. I think everybody should event. <laughs> I think we should have Western eventing. And, uh, they probably do. Just call it a different name. Me and my my dunceness. 
And uh, uh, one other thing on the dressage show, uh, she had uh, she did an interview with uh, one of the powers that be in the dressage community about the whole Colbert thing. Oh my god! So, did you see the newest one that's yes, out today? We did. Yeah. It came, oh, yes, we did see the newest. It's one. even better than the original. I know, and, and you know, the, dressage has never had so much publicity. Uh, I, now. I, Unfortunately, you know, all the mainstream newspapers that are picking it up, it's just pretty much busting on it's a rich person sport. I know. So what I'm going to say to all of you rich dressage people is, you know, enjoy it. Just enjoy it. I, I, you know, it's true. It is a double-edged sword. It's, it's exp- any exposure for horse sports is good. Hopefully Unless it's a field connected day. to Anne and Mitt Romney. <laughs> We're having, they're having a field day with this. You know, and you and I know there's lots of uh, regular people like us that do dressage. And, Gosh. you know, who are not rich in any way, shape, or form. But I just feel like going out and spending tons of money now. What do you mean? Well, they're calling, they're saying we're rich. So let's, we should just act like we are and go out and just blow it all. We, we should. Yeah. But I'm going to need a tax break first. <laughs> Cheaper gas, <laughs> but that's where Skeeter comes in. He's going to fix all that. That's where Skeeter comes in, and everybody, I please encourage you to go to his Facebook page, Skeeter for President, and become a fan because it really is. It, it's a lot more than just some cute photographs of a donkey. There is, um, there, there's a whole series of emotions and witty, intelligent, thoughtful feelings behind it so i think it'll appeal to a a lot of our stable scoop fans so go to skeeter for president on facebook oh and don't forget stable scoop on facebook we need you thanks for listening let's end the show with skeeter for president the best jackass for the job (laughs) we should hire him for the horse radio network (laughs) (laughs) he'd feel right at home yeah i could take some time off (laughs) 